All right. Hello. Welcome to the Cosmic Eye Show. This is the Spirit Work Podcast. I am Jason, and I have on Angel from at Angel on the Eighth Day. Hello, Angel. Hello. <laughs> hello. How's it going? <laughs> going? I was going to try to do the movie phone. I don't know. That's beyond people's. Oh, wow. Wow. You're going. You're going way. You're going way back. <laughs> okay. Speak. Okay. I'm going to go even way, wayer back. Okay. Do you, remember, do you remember the episode of Seinfeld where where Kramer was where Kramer's uh, phone number was very close to the movie phone uh, number? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. then he like took it upon himself to like uh, to give people the information, right? And it was like really stressing him out. Yeah, exactly. But he he was trying to like coordinate it with the with the with the buttons, the pressing of the buttons. And, yeah. and then he's like trying to listen, like, was that a three or was that a four? And then at the end he would just go, why don't you just tell me what you want to see? <laughs> yeah, that was funny. By the way, if you're if you're not old enough to know that you used to have to call up to find out what time the movies were. And uh, that's that's where we're we're at with movie phone, by the way. So yeah. God, that now you don't even have to really buy your ticket, right? You just show up with your phone. Oh, That's yeah. what I do for everything. Concerts, airplane, sure. all on my phone. Oh, I know. It's crazy. But I mean, now, too, the other thing, too, is I don't, you know, I, I mean, I don't know how it is now, but I don't think people are really going to the theater much for, for movies anymore after COVID. I mean, true. It, you know, so, well, starting? a lot of them went on. What's up? Isn't it, is it starting back up? I mean, are people starting to go back to movies or? Is there are it, certain uh, ones that, yeah, are specifically in theaters and then other ones are streaming, like they're available on streaming as well in theaters. Yeah, that. I recently saw Dune and I would have really enjoyed seeing it in the theaters, I think. I think that I heard that the director was really pissed off that it didn't get a theatrical release, so. Mm -hmm. oh i think that they released it it's in the theaters oh it is yeah but you know the convenience of having it online yeah exactly um, i would think though as a director creatively you would want uh your work to be displayed in the format that you would you know prefer yeah but yeah i feel like in the theaters it would it would have made um a bigger impact and um it it's good you would like it it's you know, it's very Jungian. Oh, wow. All right. And, I'll check that you know, out. Kind of like how those other uh, trilogies or series are, like Star Wars and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the hero's journey yeah. story and all that. Yep, totally oh, that element. Yeah. Oh, very cool. I love that kind of stuff. All right, I'll check that one out. Um, so today, kind of piggybacking off of last week, we're going back into the second chakra, uh, Svadhisthana. Uh, the sacral plexus chakra, right? So, yeah, uh, and that is in uh, in alignment with our Scorpio month um, theme. So we're talking yes. about the about Scorpio and the sexual energy, Kundalini, uh, this particular chakra, and so forth. Uh, one of the things that this uh, the shock this chakra uh, is is connected to is the idea of um, creativity which yeah. is of course connected to the idea of uh, reproduction, but on a, on a different level really, right? So creativity is sort of that same kind of energy, um, that reproductive energy, but kind of uh, channeled into a different, uh, a different outlet. Uh, so this idea of creativity and visualization and so on are some of the things we're gonna talk about today, but in the spirit of that, 
we're going kind of more free form. Usually we've got a little more of an outline than we're starting with today. So in the spirit of this chakra, uh, we're going we're gonna to be a little more creative and playful uh, in the realm of uh, how you, you like to work a lot of times, especially when you do your visualization work, right? You like to yes. free form a lot. Yeah. And then just, uh, I think because I'm a creative, most people are probably creatives. Uh, we might've talked about, I don't know if we talked about this before where I've had conversations with people. Nope. Sorry. I'm blending something else. Okay. Um, I've had conversations <laughs> with people and, um, they're like, Oh, but I'm not creative. And I'm like, well, what do you do for work? And they're like, I'm an engineer. And I'm like, that's pretty creative <laughs> Yeah. or like a mathematician, you know, things that you wouldn't typically associate with creativity, though you're pretty creative. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, one of the things that I like about uh, my independence with uh, uh, being a therapist is that I'm encouraged to be creative and curious and because um, I, I, I don't think that I would be able to work where I work otherwise. Yeah. Uh, I always like not every not every one person is the same and not every issue is the same in all people. So I find creative ways to to access information or to have people understand or help them understand, I should say, um, or yeah, have uh, give them the opportunity to see something that they were not otherwise able to see. So I love that part of um, that aspect of who I am. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and playfulness too, you know, sure. I don't feel that I, I say, <laughs> I say certain things like uh, how amazing I am. I mean, because it's true, but I say certain <laughs> things, <laughs> um, but also like in a playful way. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. If I were to really take myself seriously, I don't think that I would be laughing as much on these no. recordings. <laughs> no, and that, you know, and that's the thing about it too. It's like, I think a lot of times this work, sometimes, you know, spiritual work and work with the spirits and work as, you know, as a medium, mediumship and these, you know, the clairvoyance and so on and psychic abilities and all these type of things that we've been kind of going into, even working with angels and spirit guides and all this. Sometimes people can take it a little too seriously and make it, um, I don't know, I don't want to say academic. It's like they take it so seriously that it almost feeds their ego to the point where the work starts to kind of turn in on itself in a weird kind right. of way um yeah. you know and they kind of get that messianic kind of vibe going and like i can you know me and my spirit guides against the world and you know if you don't listen to me then you're all crazy and you know what i mean and you kind of can get into that sort of power trip thing sometimes yeah. i think with this stuff and where you know so if you can stay grounded in 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 keeping a sense of humor and like if you look at most of the the great teachers and gurus and you know even the um, divine beings that came to the planet to share information and even if they had tragic lives like oftentimes they're 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 very like playful and um you know and forgiving and and how can i say this kind of creative in the way that they approach things with their language their use of language and metaphors and and you would so, have to be right if you're gonna if you're if you're wanting to reach a, a large group of people or a substantial group of people you'd have to be adaptable in that way or yeah um, you know kind of like more flexy because if you're 
strict or rigid, then I, I feel like your work just becomes so confined. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, how, you know, the other side of it, it's interesting because there's like a whole kind of almost like, um, you know, there, there is like, you know, because we've been talking quite a bit about the sexual component of things and it's kind of like the idea of hangups and traumas and all these different things that might get attached to this particular chakra and so on. Um, there's a real kind of um, direct connection between between sexuality and imagery and so on and and humor and just you know and your ability to to be able to take a joke and you know share jokes and so on there's a sort of there's a sort of openness that 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 goes along with that that they're, they're, they're oftentimes very rigid or very kind of like I don't want to say conservative per se but I want to but but like conservative to the point where you're trying to dictate what other people do with their lives I guess it's something like right that. you know yeah there's definitely a, a a cultural judgment when it comes to sex and sexuality and yeah. restrictiveness um where you know you have to it has to be private and um boring and serious <laughs> yeah uh, and like a lot of weight to it um, I feel like we would have less problems um, in relationships and then just family dynamics if it wasn't so, yeah, just restrictive. Yeah. And judgmental. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and heavy. I not everybody that. needs to be walking around naked in front of their children or anything like that. But, um, you know, just be a little bit more open about it and yeah. would have less of a fear. And then I would imagine then we would be in less. Um, of those hurtful situations. Yeah, I agree with you, and I think I think that's where that 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 sense of humor and kind of kind of playfulness can come into into view as well. You know, along with that, where you know you just don't take 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 life so seriously and take the you know people's particular uh, you know outlooks and so on so so seriously. You know, even if you don't yeah. agree, if you don't agree with someone's viewpoint. Uh, you don't have to, you know, you don't have to be so combative and sort of like um, hostile about it. I think so much now, right. we've talked, we talk about this a lot in the show, but it feels like, um, you know, I'm not going to turn this into media bashing thing, but it feels like <laughs> media is really uh, turning into this kind of situation where, and not turning into, it's always provided this sort of uh format of like you know taking the most extreme points of view and letting them kind of fight it out in front of people for you know right. for entertainment value i mean but the, the point well, is, to also hold people in place yeah yeah and that's that's the thing i think sometimes that that's one of the things i want to say and we you know i think we've talked about this stuff before it's like if you if 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 the media and the powers that be or whatever's behind the scenes pulling the strings whatever you want to call it um, you know the corporations or the government or whoever you think's in charge whatever the best way to keep people controlled is to keep them you know keep them fighting with each other keep them seeing their you know focusing on differences and focusing on on issues and focusing on challenges that um, you know that really have no they're not really going to be solved per se the only way they're going to be solved is if people let go of you know being upset about this guy doing this and that girl doing that or whatever you know what I mean? Where it's like, yeah. They think though they want people to focus on the sort of polarities 
like this, this is right. And this is wrong. And this is why my side's right. And your side's wrong. And it's like, you know, when you can keep people, keep people at a distance from each other, then they don't get together and make changes and, and really, you know, create, create a spiritual revolution that could actually change things. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think it's, it's important you know, and again, this is, you know, I'm not trying to go off track, but this is kind of in that area of the second chakra. Um, you know, it's it's one of these things where, you know, there's a very thin line between love and hate and this whole area of, you know, attraction and repulsion. And it's all down in that that kind of chakra area, you know, and that the polarization the, the, between, you know, this and that, masculine and feminine and all that, not finding those balances between the things and the mediation that that lies between them and so on. Um, I think, you know, it pushes us apart and then it, you know, it drives people into these little tiny kind of groups and then they just fight with each other and nothing ever gets done for the, for the better. So keep, keep that in mind when the media is trying to rile you up is all I'm saying. So, you know what I mean? So many of those like stories, these (laughs) stories you see on online or, they're trying to get you to jump on board of a side and get all riled up on Facebook and like, you know, just kind of keep that in mind. They're, you know, right? Yes. What do you, what do you got? But, I just, what is, I love that you are just undeniably and like unapologetically you. Like, it's just, you're so true to yourself Boy, what at I the top of the show. We said so this is going to be a playful episode oh yeah oh absolutely yeah you're right oh thank you thank you and what do i do i I go straight (laughs) no you're right oh wow but i think it's so great though that like um i was talking to someone how i don't even think we're 10 minutes in and i already just (laughs) i went down a dark tunnel (laughs) it's okay though because sometimes for me (laughs) Thank you. It goes just goes to prove that information is Thank just you. meant to uh, <laughs> come out when it's supposed to come out, right? Yeah. And if you felt that message from yeah. your source or from, yeah. you know, spirit or whatnot, yeah. I always kind of feel a little bit silly when I say that, just because no. sometimes I make fun of people who who use spirit or source as like an excuse. Yeah. But um, if that's what was coming through for you, that's what was coming through for you. Oh on this side here's the here's the here's the thing i don't know how connected to spirit i am when i'm railing about the media so so it's, let's no but it's let's, perfect everything that you said is so valid and very yeah, true but, but on this side i'm just like how do i how do we get there i yeah. my laughter because it was just so funny you went from like yeah this is gonna be fun we're gonna we're, we're gonna have a great yeah. old time see and hey, then exactly goes into, there's that there's that exactly Exactly. that's that's beautiful thank you for thank you for (laughs) thank you for both making that light and funny and calling me out on at the same time i think it's great though very very skillful everything that you said is very true no uh, it is i'm not taking anything away but no i i I just found it really hilarious i i and i'm glad (laughs) and like you you didn't even start no. like um <laughs> you didn't even start you like slowly it's almost like um how do i explain this it's like we're walking down this like uh, uh walkway like in the park or something yeah. right yeah. and it's like oh look yeah. at all these like um things over here and then you're like slowly stepping away slowly stepping slowly. away slowly 
and then now you're in the woods and you're like hmm. yeah you're you're what you're is point, the statement that's necessary here exactly you're pointing out beautiful flowers and i'm looking for conspiracy theories so <laughs> all right so we'll get back on the playful page thank you <laughs> no it's totally okay but it was just so perfect because it's like it just goes to show that there's no uh uh, there's no pretense here there is you know no it's pretense. just we are who we are uh we're gonna talk like how we talk sometimes it'll be serious sometimes it won't be and i don't know i don't think that there's an issue of going in and out of uh playfulness and seriousness which goes to the point that you started with right with like we can do these things and we can do these things without taking them so seriously and then we can do these things with um making them serious uh, just to get your point across, but uh, yeah, I think I think this no, whole it was very meta, you know, like yeah. you you went to <laughs> you started saying something, but then you also became that same thing. That's there you go, and that's and that's just how quickly it happens. But here, you know, what's a good thing to remember? Here's you a, have strong thoughts. Yeah, here's a good lesson in that is that you know it is not to take that stuff too seriously. So stay <laughs> playful with what you what you see out in the world and on online and and don't don't get too uh, too caught up in in the whole thing. So there's a there's a lesson there too. Yeah, it's, it's it's funny because it's it's easy. Like I I noticed like especially with that that subject because I just spent so much time like um, you know writing about media and stuff and doing you know I did a lot of my undergrad work in film studies and stuff. So it's like I kind of like gravitate towards this like very like extreme view of of that stuff sometimes so it's so easy i've to, written so many papers you know uh, I mean? about media like if i ever get the opportunity to yeah um during like even middle school i think i remember starting to write about it i have a, like a love-hate relationship obviously as we've discussed here <laughs> with media because it's such a brilliant machine oh man um but it can also be so dangerous yeah it's incredible and that's where like seriously though you just like you've gotta i think just to just to kind of put the you know nail in the coffin of what i was what that path i was going down but it's just like not to take it <laughs> not to take it too seriously because it is it is such a brilliant um you know and, I, and again i don't want to go dark with it but it's a brilliant tool for for propaganda and for selling you ideas so you have to like really take it with a grain of salt and like really actually have a sense of humor about the whole thing and not like get because like it's so easy like you can see how many people kind of turn that those kind of things they see in there to something you know you can like go down a rabbit hole that'll just like change your whole life and that again though sure. to, to kind of you know go back to the point of this that's where a lot of this energy is is at though is in this second chakra because it's like filled with imagination and fantasy and strong feeling and attraction and repulsion and you know creativity creative energy and all that um you know and, and look i mean how much of media stuff is filled with like sexual imagery and you know yep. an attractive people and attractive products and this idea of beauty and luxury and all this stuff right so it's like it, that's that again though this is where all that stuff is located so it's it's important that you know you kind of you do you do take it light and don't don't easily fall into the patterns that i do when i start going <laughs> down my little roads so thank you no but i mean you even with that you 
uh, you're still taking things like with a grain of salt per se, because you're making observations while still keeping a distance. That's and true. I think yeah. that is also, uh, that also uh, lends itself to how to um, read psychically or uh, receive inter um, information psychically, right? You receive it, but then you also create that boundary saying like, this does not belong to me. This is yours, um, things like that. I did not know, good segue, by the way. I yeah. did not know yeah. that, um, and I should have, I feel like I somewhere along the lines, I probably should have known this, mm. but that a lot of uh, psychics or clairvoyant people read through this second chakra. Oh, really? That they receive information, yep, that they receive information through this chakra and that's how uh, they, you know how like I often talk about feelings and like, as opposed to like saying words like think, um, yeah. I feel things or sometimes when I have readings, like I feel something or when I was talking about, um, I'll just reference back, I can't remember the episode, but when I had that uh, reading with the uh, my kind of like high school crush and yeah. then that feeling just got like, stuck. Yeah. Um, that, so I guess that's, that's where it was coming from. They says that um, according to, let me get this book. According to, um, I think it's called Psychic Psychology or, yeah, Psychic Psychology. Okay. Uh, by uh, oh, John, the one that I just was mentioning earlier. Yeah. yeah. John, Fried uh, John Friedlander. Friedlander and Gloria Hampshire. Um, they've i have a, two of their books so far but this one was discussed like talking about how um that's where a lot of like beginner psychics read from that makes because sense. i guess it's easy to access yeah. uh because we as you know energetic beings open up uh that chakra all, all the time but without knowing it because that's where we draw people in from uh attraction you know all of that yeah. um so i must have been just some you know kid psychic <laughs> not yeah. knowing that this is or teenage psychic i guess and not knowing that this is where i was uh reading from um now i feel like i have a bit more access definitely to my upper ones yeah um and i i'm pretty comfortable up there actually uh then I feel like the, that those came next. So, and then now, um, as I've become, I feel like I'm developing a little bit more. I'm more com I'm definitely comfortable with the balance. Uh, I feel like I've developed a lot of the rooting more, mm -hmm. okay. which is really important because um, I can astro like all day long, <laughs> but that traveling yeah. can be you know can take a toll sometimes. So balancing out with the rooting yourself and grounding yourself yeah i guess that's what it's just grounding yourself grounding is yourself. really important yeah well it keeps you so yeah i didn't go ahead no no go ahead please it keeps you what i was just gonna say it keep kind of keeps you in the in the here and now in the body and kind of grounded yes. in the focused uh present right yeah i think it's a good kind of like um i don't want to say safety net because that doesn't seem to fit, but, but 
it's a good kind of like hook to be able to pull you back down in case you go somewhere where maybe you can't come back from. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. It's, it's, it's interesting. I mean, and I think you see too, like, even with those, um, with the, those first three chakras, uh, especially, um, you know, the kind of the, the very kind of material basic sort of needs are kind of in that, that root chakra. Then comes, you know, the, the sexual attraction, the creativity and the, the ego kind of development and so on. And then you see like the power drives kind of coming on in the third chakra and things like that. And so you can kind of see like how these, you know, how these uh, are kind of connected to our developmental process too, psychologically, you know. And yeah. Most people, you know, they talk about that most people are, you know, you know, kind of the average person walking down the street is in those, is in one of those first three chakras for the most part. So that big leap is from that third to the heart chakra. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I feel like maybe a lot of people associate feelings and emotions with the heart. Um, and the, a lot of the stuff that I've been reading so far uh, points to a lot of emotions being um, down there in the second yeah. one. Well, I think they're the more uh, kind of stronger, more, I don't know, for lack of a better word, like primal type stuff. Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. uh, whereas I think the heart uh, emotional capabilities more like, um, I almost want to say, I don't want to say, I'm trying to say maybe more balanced or more sort of purified in a sense where you're like, you're kind of getting your, some of your own stuff out of the way and you're able to meet people on a, on a on a you know sort of a level a level way of looking at things in other words like your self-interest isn't isn't that's it's i'm trying to think of what the word is made like more empathetic i guess view, viewpoint or something or more of a an even kind of non non-judgmental sort of place that you can kind of come at from the heart yeah whereas it feels like the lower emotional stuff is more like you know like kind of those teenage emotions where you want to possess things you know you want to make this um, you know what yes. i mean I think I've heard that before. Yeah, that's the sense. That's the sense I get with it. It's like a. It's not that it's bad. It's just more um, ego oriented and more about you know what I want versus what's good for the other person or what's good for humanity or whatever. You know what I mean? Sure. So, yeah. I th yeah. It's described as. Um, where did I see it? Like. Uh, it opens you up and that's an area where you start sharing energy with one another and stepping into uh, or like blending auras, you know, blending your energy with the other person's energy into your aura. Um, and then things, your identity starts becoming um, fuzzy, like your independent identity starts becoming fuzzy because you're, um, so, let's say for example kind of what i'm understanding is like when you're kind of like in lust with someone or the having that like lustful desire yeah where it's like you want you know like this is something that you want and sometimes it feels like something that you need yeah um, because you're uh, like tethering one another mm -hmm. um and psychically and energetically like spiritual i think this um makes sense one of the examples i was going <clears> to <throat> Well, two actually that I was going to give of like how um, uh, this has, I don't know if you've experienced this, but uh, I've talked about an individual who 
I met and just kind of like, I thought, oh, now I have to question all of that. Oh, I like this whole reading. <laughs> <laughs> this whole reading thing is really kind of opening up my eyes. Wow. Uh, isn't that isn't that amazing? Yeah. <laughs> it's like you learned something or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you learned something or something. Can I quote you on that? <laughs> totally. <laughs> All right, perfect. Um, so <laughs> when um when I met that person, I uh I've mentioned this before where I felt mm -hmm. like I was uh, physically drawn to them in kind of like a physical sexual way right yeah but what ended up happening was um i started it started changing and for me <clears throat> i've often uh said to people like oh your face starts you know, started changing when i get to know them on a different level um their face just starts becoming a little bit more familiar or um layers just kind of go away and you know things become unveiled and then it's like oh yeah like i feel really comfortable with you right now yeah um, usually that happens when i have like deep conversations which i'm always ready to have um there are times where i you know have to like save my energy and i'm not really feeling it yeah, but yeah. for the most part I'm, I'm totally down for engaging in that uh so it went from what i thought was a physical attraction or physical slash sexual attraction to, um, oh, you seem really familiar. And then I went through these odd feelings and thoughts, like I know this person from somewhere before. Mm. You know, they just seem really familiar. Uh, and I started, um, I don't know, everybody does this. I started kind of like having this inner dialogue, like, um, is it because of this or is it my, am I trying to like, um, uh, what's the word? Am I trying to convince myself mm, that yeah. it's something, you know, uh, spiritual or from like another, you know, realm or something? Yeah, yeah. So then right. I can have sex with this person. <laughs> <laughs> you're, like a, you know? you're like justifying it or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I got gotcha. you. Um, so I'm like, am I, do I really feel like I've met this person in another life? But uh, just to recap, the information that was discussed uh, was about um, like uh, Akashic records or Akashic, depending on how people pronounce it. <laughs> yeah. um, and the like more, uh, future spiritual things you know like aliens and things like that yeah yeah um and so that at the time was a bit new to me because I was more like earthly spiritual I guess and like mother nature things like that yeah um, and uh obviously like my saints and um probably crystal still at the time so then I thought uh after pretty much offended this person i guess or i was in in my confusion i probably frustrated them okay. um i was like that i feel like that really was the moment when i remember just opening up or giving myself permission to go back into my spirituality on a on a deeper level or on a more explorative level where yeah. before i was kind of content with where i was okay it was after that moment that I was like, oh, okay. So 
now reading, <laughs> I'm wondering if I allowed or if I went back to, you know, reading from my second chakra or op if I opened up my second chakra to kind of invite some of that energy into my aura okay. and then have an exchange because for a while we were vibing. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, it seemed like it was going pretty well until I was probably a brat. Mind you, I was also uh, like young and not always so tactful. Um, <laughs> so um, yeah, now I'm wondering, because I always uh, thought in my mind like, oh, you know, that opened up like my third eye or yeah something. But now I'm just wondering if like, um, if I was reading with my second chakra before, if I just kind of opened that up and that caused that feeling. Because I do find myself being drawn to people um, on a, it almost seems romantic, right? Mm -hmm. Like on a romantic level, when I meet someone who like understands my language or kind of gets things, okay. I feel like it's very, maybe intimate. That's a better word. Okay, I feel I like that relationship is very intimate. And what we associate intimacy to be with is, has been kind of um, sexualized. So yeah. it, I, I think we talked about this before or last week where, you know, a lot of these gurus have um, this following and a lot of the, yeah, we did, we talked about this. Yeah. And a lot of their following like pursue them or are in, perceive them in a very sexual way yeah and so i'm thinking that you know the the person who is either the cult leader or the guru or whatnot like they are opening up these second chakras and just going like gimme 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 or yeah here let me invite you yeah no it makes sense and then if if uh if I pair that with the statement of um, your separate identity becomes fuzzy, then that totally makes sense in that uh, kind of like culty way, you know, because you just become uh, part of them and mm -hmm. your identity is part of their identity or, yeah. you know, the, whoever's leading it. And then you just kind of like give yourself to that person. So um, I, and again, I keep saying we mentioned this before, but <laughs> um, it could be the place of uh, creation, creativity. And mm -hmm. I think that it could also be pretty destructive in this sense, because it just has so much, so much power. That's um, a ton of power. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. I didn't realize, well, I guess it just didn't take the time um, to get to know that area um uh, on a personal level i feel like i've had a lot of stuckness in that area as well so that could be part of my um subconscious or uh unconscious um avoidance yeah possibly huh i think i think too though it's just it just is a really powerful part of human nature also and so you know i think that's why it's so easy to activate and also you know uh it seems like you hit on something interesting that grabbed me when you were talking this idea like of um when you said when you were talking about um the kind of confusion 
that occurs in this area. Like it could be attraction, it could be intimacy. Like we don't, mm-hmm. this is one of the challenges I think with like, for example, uh, this is not to knock the United States, but it, it, much of our culture and much of modern culture is like this. There's a, there's not a lot of varieties of different kinds of love and different kinds of relationships and gradations of that there's kind of like we have pretty simplified ideas about what relationship you know there's friendship and then there's like you know like a platonic friendship and then there's like you know intimate relationships and sexual relationships and you know we don't have a lot of different kinds of words for those different kinds of relationships or that kind of care or love and so our it's like a lot of that could be probably sorted out if we had better language for it. And if we had different concepts and philosophical ideas, I mean, they talk about like, and I I can't even remember, I'm going to totally misquote this, but like, I think there's like uh, maybe three, three words in Greek for love or something or five words. Oh, right, right, right. right? And then there's like, there's like 90 in Sanskrit, different kinds of, Right. You know, gradations of various types of love, you know, love for your brother and sister, love for your mother and father, love for the teacher, love for a guru. You know, there's all these different variations on the on the emotion. And so I think like when you have like a a bigger palette, you've got like uh, more colors to work with. It's a little easier to sort it out. But, you know, we have to work with what we've got. And so, you know, sometimes I think I think you're really right, especially in today's not to, you know, jump on the media again, but, you know, sexuality is a big part of media uh, presentation. And so, you know, it kind of colors the way we look at those things and those relationships. And it's like, you know, we tend to have kind of one, one or two, like base, base primal kind of, kind of ideas about, about attraction and about love or so on. And it's like, you know, there's, you know what I mean? I guess it's, 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 there's, to sort it out, it it you it requires like almost like a, a leveling up to 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 the next chakra or the next chakra to be able to kind of look back and make sense of it. Like oh, you know, there I was I was kind of maybe not confused, but maybe I was mixing these two things together, or maybe and and but but the interesting thing is is it's exactly what you needed at the time though because it led you to. Uh, to that next level in your own spirituality and so on so sometimes uh, I I think some that's why these things are so powerful these attractions they may turn out to be something completely different than we thought they were but and they're you know and they're rooted in that second second chakra but there's a sort of wisdom there's sort of unconscious wisdom in them also that's the other thing about it is but again you got to keep it light and not get so spun out by stuff that like like for example like if something turns out to be a different kind of relationship than you imagined it was going to be you know, you're not, you know, jumping off the roof of the, you know, the, the alumni building or something, you know? Right. So, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that, you know, that's, that's one of these things when we start to get to know these different energy centers within ourselves, these chakras, and we begin to kind of like dive into our own, um, our own psyche, our own psychology, and we start to do the work on them then we can sort out like the healthy parts and maybe some of the parts that are not so constructive. You know what I mean? But yeah, but you, you have to understand where the stuff's coming from. Right. That's a big part is bringing awareness to it because I don't think that, I think that a lot of people are probably going around and um, 
maybe opening up themselves, you know, or opening up their, their second chakra um, all the time, but not knowing it. Mm. Um, and uh, just uh, not, yeah, and then not knowing what to do afterwards. So one of the, one of the things on here, which I found like kind of like cool because it was um, uh, very relatable. Uh, let's see if I can find it. Uh, okay, so, uh, and I think that this will, this is definitely relate to like all, all generations and especially like younger ones are often talking about like anxiety and things like that. So it says, uh, and I'm just going to read off of it. Um, yep. If group interactions tire you, explore your uh, matching energy. That is the invitation for someone to jump into your space. Learn to close your second chakra down somewhat when in a shopping mall, hospital, football game, etc. Uh, if you are out in nature, in the woods, at the ocean, or in the desert, by all means, open up your chakra and drink in the magnificence. Let nature replenish you. Uh, let its vitality flow through you as a healing. Oh, I felt like there was something else after that, but <laughs> as a healing. So for people who kind of experience like social anxiety mm -hmm. these are these are the things that i love is just kind of taking day-to-day -day function elements and uh relating them to something spiritual because i think often uh, we have a disconnect there so you could just be walking around absorbing people's energy or a lot i use that term often um but now it seems more specific you know yeah uh, now it's like okay so let me as opposed to just i mean you probably could just say like oh i'm gonna put a spiritual boundary or energetic boundary around me but if you go more specific then i think that that would probably help more so if you are in an environment where um you know i guess kind of what they say like what annoys you about people is kind of what annoys you about yourself or what you dislike about people yeah, exactly. is what you dislike about yourself so if you're in a crowd full of things that are pet peeves of yours then it's going to create this like frustration or this desire to like you know let me run out of here um so if you uh practice how and we'll talk about that as well but if you practice how to close or take uh ownership of your chakras in particular this one that we're discussing today in in these situations then i think it'll help you know if you just kind of like target and focus and say okay um i'm not gonna let that happen today or yeah. have just like with anything if you just practice something that tool or that muscle becomes stronger good point yeah so i felt that that was Kind of cool in a Let's kind of a practical that. way right because everybody i feel like a lot of people often talk about like social anxiety and uh and um uh inadequacies and uh all of that yeah i i, I, I totally agree i think too uh one thing that was kind of coming up in my mind was like how um, especially in kind of like the spiritual world today, like amongst a lot of the, you know, people that are, are doing this kind of work for a living and so on, um, being, you know, light workers and stuff, they, they oftentimes seem to be 
uh, operating out of this chakra a lot, and I don't know that they're necessarily aware of that. And so there's a lot of, I think, what you're talking about when you when you were when you were talking about people that get kind of like caught up in some of these charismatic cults and stuff mm -hmm. like that. That there's just kind of this openness where that that sexual attraction and that desire for spirituality and that desire for a relationship and the desire to uh, do good in the world and that desire to make money are all kind of conflated together in this second chakra area and like it really gets confusing and you can see like a lot of people in this field that have uh, trouble connecting um in their relationships they're constantly going from relationship to a relationship where they're not able to find you, you know what they're looking for they're not and they're not necessarily comfortable with themselves so it, it feels like that like what you're talking about where this thing's kind of wide open and you're not necessarily attracting the kind of people that you want you're sending out kind of you know energy that is is maybe attracting to you the people that aren't quite right for you or maybe you know what i mean I think, you know, doing work on this, on this chakra can really, I think, help us to create those, those boundaries and that clarity between what's what, like, is, you know, is this, is this a, you know, a sort of a business relationship with this person, or is this like a romantic situation, or, you know, you kind of see it more clearly, I think, when that area is not obstructed with, or, or, or overly open, I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean? And things get Yeah, which is, it seems like it could be uh, easy to do and difficult to close up if you're not, if you don't have access to it. I've, all, I've always found that uh, the people that I get to know or get to know me mm. on a more spiritual sense, like once yeah. they start understanding how important my spirituality, excuse me, spirituality is to me, um, I do this common human thing where I'm like, oh, now I expect more of you. <laughs> you know, it's like now that yeah. you know me on this, on yeah. this uh, higher way or deeper way, then it's like, okay, now you understand now, you know, you know how important these things are to me. So yeah, then yeah. it comes like these expectations because it can be such an intimate relationship sure. when, you know, when people start knowing that side of you because it's so special. Yeah. So, um, you know, all of these things, uh, they have all their warning signs, but at the same time, you know, enjoy the specialness that comes with them as well. You know, and being yeah. able to share uh, that energy with someone, but just have energetic boundaries. So if you do um, invite someone into your aura space, or if they invite you into theirs, or if you just kind of like bump auras, <laughs> then... Um, you know, enjoy that moment, but also go back to, you know, to where your space was or return, uh, you know, return your aura where it was, where it was originally, or, you know, yeah. I'm trying to say something, but I can't come up with it. Um, <laughs> but just kind of like set those boundaries where you're enjoying this moment. Mm -hmm. um, and then you're able to then say, okay, cool. That was great let me step back, you know, and um, get myself back together. Um, oh, I think they have uh, like a thing that I liked that they said, uh, where is it? I actually did read the sign, as you can tell. I, I um, <laughs> <not. You> just, <laughs> sound like, says, uh, like 
you're pulling books out and you're like well, let me i know come to page 278 <laughs> here <laughs> it says uh, the second chakra is the chakra of sexual relations the natural beautiful uh the natural beautiful and healthy exchange of energies so when having sex open your second chakra and enjoy we encourage people to reset their boundaries within a few hours following sexual relations so not only do you have to pee after sex now you <laughs> should also um, <laughs> reset your energetic boundaries well you know that that would have been that would would be a fantastic uh, quote for for our little audio that we like to do except unless we yeah but we've been booted they boot they they shut us down last week on instagram when we put up our when we put up our our uh our little audio bite that we normally put up of the show so yeah so i don't think that one's gonna fly by but you get to hear it here in the full show so yeah <laughs> good point though um but that it's that's exactly what 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 we were talking about isn't it it's like it's like yes, open up and be connected to that 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 part of yourself, that energetic quality, but know how to you know kind of close it up when you need to retain that energy for yourself. And I think that's part of the work that you do in the the tantric work and stuff as well, and in meditation is is knowing yeah. how to how to kind of you know open up to certain things and also uh, really kind of close it off and kind of like keep retain it, I guess, retain that energy too when you need it. And sort of re yeah. re reset, I guess, right? Yeah. And then also develop on your discernment. What is my energy and what is it? Sometimes I, uh, there might be, um, if you're in a kind of a relationship, if we're talking about relationships or whatnot, sometimes there's a, um, a desire to, you know, or a longing to be with someone mm -hmm. that you forget to discern what, what's yours and what's theirs because you just want this connection so bad or, you know, you just feel like you, this is the person for you for the rest of your life. So you, it starts blending in. And even in, you know, let's say this is the person for you for the rest of your life. That's still not a healthy practice. You have to, you know, still be your own person. You'll be connected. Yeah. But then, you know, reset and go back. Because once all of those uh, lines start becoming blurred, then I feel that that just wouldn't lead to healthy relationship. I would agree with you there. Yeah, for sure. It's like those kind of people, people that are, you know, the couples that kind of become so like each other that, you know, they, mm -hmm. they, they can't distinguish between themselves and, you know, God forbid a, a partner leaves or dies, that person is so bereft right. and like, you know, they don't know who they are anymore because you've invested all of right. your yourself and that other person and i mean and that that's i mean that is one level of a relationship to to take things to that level but the other the other side of it is what you're talking about is retaining your own sense of self as well so that you know you're developing yep. with, within uh also you know i think sometimes uh you know you see in relationships where people will put all of their sort of external energy into the relationship into the family into the kids into whatever's going on or what have you and, you know, at a certain point in their life, they like, they don't know who they are anymore. And and, right. that, that, and and that usually, you know, we've talked about this before, that usually hits around midlife and, you know, or after the kids have grown up or after, you know, the, the first divorce or whatever occurs. And, 
you know, it, I think along the way, you see it back to this, get back to the spirit of playfulness, because here I go down the divorce road and <laughs> stay, stay connected to yourself and that sense of creativity, that childlike sort of side of yourself that reminds you of who you are and keeping yeah. that sense of humor and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because other, because it's, it, it's easy to go down those paths. I mean, it's kind of like a natural thing for human beings to want to like be so attached to, to their partner and their their family or whoever they, they share their life with or the individuals that they share their lives with and so forth um, that, you know, we kind of want to lose ourselves in that, but it's not, it's not good for our soul to do that because something's missing when we do that. We're putting all of our own good things onto someone else in a way, you know, Jung called that projection. Like we were projecting all of our good qualities onto our partner and we're not, mm -hmm. I'm um, saving that energy and developing it within ourselves. And I think it's like, if you look at it energetically speaking, it would be like, oh, I'm going to project all of my chakra energy onto this other person and I'm not going to carry any of my own and, and try to develop it within myself. I'm going to let them carry that for me. And, and it can, that does work for a while, but then, you know, at a certain point, you realize like, oh, there's limitations to that. And oh, I still have to maintain my sense of selfhood in this relationship. Otherwise yeah. it feels like something's missing. So um, let's talk a little bit about- Even in like psychic really, um, psychic dynamics, right? Like yeah. if you, like, let's say there's uh, people out there, you know, they're like beginning their psychic journey or developing their skills. If you give so much of yourself to your readings or readers or readies, readies, yeah. um, if you give yourself, uh, give of yourself so much, then they, the, the other person or the other party takes your information, but leaves behind, you know, the problems they can yeah. leave behind, like whatever their question was, if there's physical ailments or diseases or anything negative so also be careful with that you know you uh, there's so many reasons to start getting to know uh the anatomy of your chakras and what they can do and how how to uh better navigate them or manage them i didn't know that there's different uh, i mean i did but <laughs> i um not all the time i didn't always know that uh, the chakras have a front part and a back part. Mm. So um, if you look at uh, kind of like, um, if you're either facing right or left, mm. so it would be a side view of you, there's like a funnel that's kind of like a cone um, that uh, goes outwards, right? So it starts smaller and then it goes out kind of like a, like a bugle or a cone, like a traffic cone. Mm. Um, and it goes out on both sides, both the front and the back. Did you know that? Um, I don't know if I've specifically seen that. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, these guys or these two uh, people. Yeah. That's they they describe it that way, and it's not the first time, but also the when I heard about this before, it's also the same school of thought. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I like. And that then though, I like that. Yeah. Say that again. I like the imagery though. Oh yeah. I think it adds something. And then um, more specifically with this chakra, like, so it's two or three uh, uh, finger widths under your belly button. And then if you go down to your pelvic area, that's where 
um, the sexual part is. I'm sorry, the pubic bone. So mm -hmm. if you go down to the pubic bone, that's where you can um, access the subconscious sexual energies. Oh, and then above that is the other creative, emotional um, things of the sort. Okay. Didn't you have a, didn't you have a little exercise for that? Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll do that. And then um, I feel like you're probably better at talking about um, oils and things. The crystals yeah, are just yeah, I was gonna talk kind a of like a little bit more common, but you would know better about um, the other um, elements. <clears throat> okay, so they start off the the chakra segment with a um, kind of like a exercise. Yeah. So I'll just read again. I'll just read directly from what they have here. So if you're gonna try this, uh, I guess just kind of like I'll stop myself or else I'll just say that this is the exercise. So if you wanna just follow this or just kind of take a note that this is all from here until I start laughing and probably um, <laughs> uh, it will is be- the actual the, exercise. Yeah, is the actual exercise. All right, so um, please take a few moments to become more familiar with the energy of your second chakra. About two, three fingers widths below your belly button. Focus your awareness on the second chakra. The energy in your spinal column and allow your awareness to relax and slowly expand to include the two funnel shaped channels of energy emerging from that space. One facing forward one facing backward with a sense of playfulness and discovery affirm to yourself my second chakra my creative energies my boundaries my emotions ground and breathe gently into that space for a few moments That was it. <laughs> there you go. There's a lot. I was going to say, no, you need to laugh. Oh. I feel like I have to laugh. Oh, here's the thing. I went, I, I went pretty deep. I was like, I hope he's going to stop us because I'll just stay in this. <laughs> <laughs> in the moment. Yeah, I always, that was good. I love uh, great, great, uh, great, great voice on that. I love the. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I want to record. Um, I mean, I want to do so many things, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. but I want to record. Uh, exercises like that or like guided meditations yes i yes. really enjoy them i'm sure i'm sure you've had people ask you for them i i i have yeah. for some reason i don't know why but i've i've been resistant to doing that but i i, I it's it's an odd thing well, when we talk about the throat chakra we'll explore that yeah exactly <laughs> exactly we've got some communication hang-ups that angel's gonna work on with me so we'll <laughs> we'll, get in, we'll get into that. But well, I feel like we have discussed this in, in uh, some of the past live segments where, uh, you know, maybe in a past life, there was some persecution. Oh, yeah, that's uh, right. We did talk about that. That's right. Absolutely. Good point. 
and completely forgot about that. Yeah. So it, there might be some, some fears associated with that or what have you. So, yeah, but, but I definitely want to, want to do that as well. And I, I, I'm excited to do that. So uh, good, good idea on that. And that's a, that was beautifully read. So Thanks. let's uh, talk about a little bit then of some of the tools that you can use. Um, so crystals are really effective uh, with this yeah. chakra, obviously, as they are with all of them. Uh, and of course, you know about these and have, you probably have a lot of these. I'm sure you have. Uh, yeah, cornelian is one of my favorite crystals. Yeah. And I think that's usually like the first one listed in most of the things that I've seen. Yeah. Uh, the sacral, um, second chakra. Exactly. I feel like yeah, cornelian is always up there. I like the, it looks um, like a lot of orangish, yellowish stones. Yeah. Um, amber. Uh, coral. Coral, yeah. Tourmaline, orange tourmaline. Uh, sunstones. But also moonstone is on here. Moonstone, yeah. Moonstone as well. It's interesting. So uh, one, one interesting uh, exercise that, uh, that she has in here, I've seen this used a lot too, and I think they use this oftentimes in Reiki if they use crystals as well, is to put the, uh, put the crystal or even multiple crystals on the, on the chakra area itself. Uh, as you're laying out and just relaxing and just kind of trying to to let that sort of work on the area and see what comes up for you uh, yeah or uh, she has one which i found kind of fun where you hold it in your left hand which she calls the receiving hand i've heard that before i like that idea the receiving hand um and you hold the chakra or the crystal in your hand and just kind of see how it reacts when you're concentrating on that particular chakra because oftentimes the crystal will sort of react with your own energy and you'll get little sensations um, whether they're pleasant or unpleasant or kind of like little sharp sensations or warm vibrations you know it kind of give you a sense of what's going on in that in that chakra and see if there's you know if you don't get anything at all it may indicate that there's a blockage or it may mean that you just need to work on it a little bit more oftentimes stuff doesn't come up right away so you'd have to keep just kind of going going at it um, yes can I add something to that? Yeah, please jump in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, often people talk about uh, uh, feeling crystals, you mm -hmm. know, like, oh, my hand is hot or warm, or don't you feel the vibrations or energy? To be honest with you, I don't always. Yeah. Uh, I don't always uh, feel something physical, um, but I feel something else. So I think as we've said from the beginning of the series or the whole, all of the podcast, pay attention to how you usually pick up on stuff. Yeah. You know, because other people's ways may not necessarily be your way. So I sometimes just go off of instinct when I go, well, definitely when I purchase them. <laughs> yeah. Right. Instinct and pulse. I don't know. They're kind of the same, um, <laughs> but usually I just go off of like um, whatever that feeling is um or a color will resonate with me like oh i feel like i need this color like i went through like a you know like a blue period or a green period yeah um yeah so i'll do that and then i find out that when i uh like search what the properties are and what they do i'm like oh perfect yeah this is totally what i need or it'll be something that somebody else needs i'll do that as well um gifting is one of my uh, love languages so i'll often think about people um as i'm shopping about so yeah i think 
just I just wanted to uh, add that in because not everybody will feel warmth or vibration. Yeah, or, yeah. So just know, you know, you know yourself. So if if there's something else that uh, that comes to you, like maybe perhaps thoughts um, or a different kind of feeling, maybe there, you know, there's a specific area that you are more receptive with. Yeah. Um, then pay attention to that. And just notice on your day-to-day, like how do you receive messages? Uh, same as like, how do you learn? Are you a visual person? Are you um, like an, you know, someone who needs to be hands-on, uh, you know, stuff like yeah, that. So that's a great point. And I feel like that's important because it really could be important. such a turnoff if you're yeah. like laying there and you're like, my hand's not elevating and doing circles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, exactly. And, and that's, that's a great point. It's like, you got to know your own kind of modalities and, and know your own kind of yes. way that you process. Um, I totally agree. words for all of the stuff that I was saying. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, that's that's where that's where my my academic side really comes. <laughs> yeah, the other thing I was going to say too is like in a, in addition um, uh, to that, you know, so like at, you know, recognizing recognizing like what's cool to be able to recognize like how you do things naturally, and then also um, as as time goes on, as you get more comfortable, it can be good to try to push out of your comfort zone yeah. a little bit and see For like sure. can I can I actually get these physical sensations can I get a, a mm-hmm. clairvoyant image right right so it's like yep it's I think it's really good to lean on what's natural in the beginning especially when you're first starting out I think that's perfect and then as you gain more experience then it's like oh how do I you know, it's almost like when you're, you're going to the gym for the first time, you just kind of do the stuff that comes naturally. Like, oh, I like to run on the treadmill. It's good. Then run on the treadmill. You know what I mean? It's like Definitely. whatever's kind of easy. And then as time goes on, you're like, hmm, I wonder what it's like to lift weights or I wonder what it's like to do an elliptical machine. You know, it's like then you right. start to like branch out as you get your confidence up. It's a great, great way to go. Make sure too um, that you, you know, and, and you know, you obviously, um, Oh, and, and this is a good time to talk about this. Your shop is going to be open soon. So keep the people. Are yes. Be, right. So, <laughs> so speaking of these crystals, but I was going to say, it's like, you know, uh, you know, charge and, and make sure your, your, ener- your crystals are free of any sort of negative energy or whatever. Yeah. Um, cleanse and charge. Cleanse and charge. Right. So, um, so, cl- you know, for me, maybe that should be the name of my shop. Cleanse and charge crystals. It's pretty good. <laughs> Somebody's gonna steal it. I like keeping right. everything uh, the same name, so we'll just keep it that way. It's easier Angel. for me. So speaking of, so when whenever, the, so this, I mean, depending on when you get it open, I know you're 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 working on it still. So I'm hoping to get at least imagery or something up tomorrow. Oh, fantastic! Um, will, will I be ready to? Well, I feel like because of the work that I'm going to be doing with them and. Um, on them to them for them um, <laughs> with them it might take a little bit longer for shipping yeah um, because it's not just going to be like oh here's like you know um, like a crystal that I like picked out of a bag yeah um, yeah exactly. you, you know out of like a bulk of crystal so uh, there's definitely going to be more intent with them there they'll be they will be charged but with boundaries so it's not I'm not uh giving you my energy i'm just accessing ooh, i like that i'm just accessing <laughs> i never actually like worded this yeah. i'm just accessing healing energy for you 
So nice. it's yeah. not like, it's not, you know, I'm not giving of me. I'm just accessing because we all have access uh, yeah. to this energy. So I'm just doing that for you and then charging them. Um, I mean, there's a little bit of like probably angel magic that's going to go along with it. Otherwise it wouldn't be, you know, like uh, uniquely special. Yeah. Um, but but it's a, the intent. There's just definitely boundaries, you know? Yeah. And, a, and a, so it's, it's I, like what I, I'm getting the sense and like what I felt from the stuff that you've done for me, it's like, it's charged and it has intention and it has power, but it also has a flexibility that I can do what I want to do yes. and add my own right. stuff. So that's, you know, I think sometimes certain practitioners just like when they, when they do their works, when they kind of, um, you know, it's, it's like, it's, there's so much intention and so much, like you've got to do it exactly this way or it's not going to work. And, you know what I mean? I think there's a freedom, right. you know, like 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 when we get back to that playfulness idea. There's a freedom and a sort of playfulness that, with the energy where it's like it's, you know, it's it's ready to go and it's powerful, but at the same time, like you add your own your own color to it and your own magic and and so on, right? So, yeah. Or like uh, as you were talking, like the like a nursery kind of came to mind. So mm-hmm. I will, you know, I will take the magic seed, plant it grow it up for a while and then you can just go put it wherever it is you want to do it and allow it to continue growing do more with it or you could just use it for that purpose only um you know yeah does that make sense that's a beautiful that's a beautiful image so you'll have angel on the eighth day and that's going to be on etsy so etsy yeah so So right now i have crystals and i actually do have cornelian because again it's one of my favorite oh great um I would all like whenever I would shop for myself personally, like I feel like every time I had to leave with a Cornelian piece, even if it was like smaller. Yeah. Um, so I have Cornelian. Um, I don't know that they're pronounced galettes, galettes, but it's basically like a big tumble stone. Um, but it's like the size of like, it's pretty substantial size. Yeah. Usually, yeah. Uh, most of them. Um, so I will chart, like I will uh, cleanse them and charge them and then charge them with, I probably will just automatically do the specific chakra unless people don't want, what do you think? Should I just do a specific chakra? Because it's already in that chakra anyway. Yeah, I think that's, that's, yeah, exactly. And then uh, if anybody has any like special requests or anything like that specific, positive work then i will uh i will have opportunities for that as well so i'm I'm, like health healing or yeah you know they could email you with different requests or whatever and you guys can work through 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 etsy right correct yeah through etsy and then also uh i still have my um abundance beans uh charging up currently they're in front of me as we speak um, or are you so gonna... tomorrow will be the seventh day so i i feel like i'm probably just going to add a little bit more energy to them uh just in case you know shipping um <laughs> <laughs> and uh so yeah i'll do that um and then i mentioned to you i didn't even realize that i started them last week on the new moon so that's yeah. perfect yeah, those are going to be really po- powerful, powerful batch. And I, uh, yeah, for like new things, acceptance. Yeah. 
I uh, I can attest to the uh, to the power of your work in the in that area. I have some of those myself, and they have oh. been very effective. Thank you for those. For sure, my pleasure. So um, look for that on Etsy. So that will be available uh, available very soon. And I know you're you're hard at work getting that getting yeah. that together. So you're gonna have some beautiful stuff up there. You've got some. I also have oils. I wonder if I should do the oils. I've probably huh yeah i have abundance oils and then i have rose ones that have also been uh moon charged for quite some time now oh fantastic <laughs> yeah yeah speaking of those oils so rose rosewood uh sandalwood uh, lemon ylang ylang and patchouli <laughs> i always like ylang ylang yeah same. So, i'm not entirely <laughs> sure how to say that i mean I, I'm pretty that's how I hear most people say it but I just uh, I go with ylang ylang yeah there's a new herb that I don't know it's it will maybe compete with ylang ylang what is that not about? because of the phonetics of it but just the the word itself so it, um and I hope this is an offending I mean it's not supposed to be offensive because if you take I don't know you'll see if you take offense to it then it might be for a separate reason but it, <laughs> it's called uh wait now I forgot it. Oh God! It's either I think it's whorehound or hound whore. Whorehound or hound whore. No, I think whore. I think I think whorehound is it's it's old. It's that's like an old school herb, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I've heard of that. Is that getting popular? No, no, no. I was uh, looking at things earlier for something else. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, no, that's like that's like medieval stuff. Yeah, they used to use that in old like uh, old witches and you know pagan type uh, type concoctions. Ah. yeah, no, that's powerful stuff. Um, so yeah, so those those oils are good. That's cool. I didn't know actually that you had those. Are you so you're gonna put some some oils up as well? I mean, a while back ago, I don't know. Um, I do know one of my impulses. I bought all these um, these. Uh, those like, what are they called? Dop like rollers? Yeah. Where you could yeah. put like liquid or whatever and then you could just roll it with the little- Yeah, the little roll on ones, yeah. I know yeah, I like a bunch of those in amber, like an amber color, because uh, I like that better than the clear ones. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I have, I don't have a lot. Um, like it's not big batches, but I have some oils that I've been moon charging for a while. And then obviously, um, I have my special place where I do all of my magic rituals and things like that. Um, yeah. So they've been chilling up there too. Oh, awesome. Yeah, we've been wanting to add uh, some oils and some some herbs and, and different concoctions and stuff, especially um, as related to, you know, psychic stuff and tarot and things like that that kind of go along with the cards that we do and all that. So I think we're going to be kind of going down that road at some point as well. So. Uh, kind of more more in line you know more in line with like I said yeah. like psychic development clairvoyance tarot specifically and you know kind of those sort of magical things um, well we shall see each other on the shelves <laughs> right so um so definitely uh look for for your uh for your new your new endeavor on Etsy I, I would say I'm, I'm excited about that yeah. so looking forward to seeing what you got going there yeah that. I like it I feel like I have the state like some of the staples uh so like I have cornelian, I have um, the like, clear quartz because yeah. I feel like that's kind of why, right? Yeah. <laughs> like you have to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Labradorite. I think I might have some Ruby. Maybe. Ah, Garnet. Yeah, Garnet. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're all pr pretty nice sizes too. Oh, very cool. Very cool. All right, so uh, so definitely uh, definitely check out that that stuff, and and uh, we're wishing you uh, great success in that. So I know, that, I know you. you'll have a beautiful store. Um, I think we're running towards the end of it, unless we did not get to an essential thing that we talked about beforehand. Did I miss no. I think we got it. Right? Good. Yeah, I'm. Uh, if should be able to do um, all of the reading to catch up for next week. I really like the some of those um, gender topics or whatever for the what, what that was in the book that I was talking to you about before. Yeah, yeah. So we've got some neat stuff coming up next week uh, that we'll be able to get into some different types of energy work and stuff uh, that, that that comes from that psychic psychology book. So I've got to get on top. Oh, of one of the things that I was yeah. going to say and then I'll stop. <laughs> One of the things that I was going to say when we were talking about this, that was just kind of, um, it, it's still kind of like ringing in my ear. Okay. Um, the, so for a while, um, because this, you know, spirituality is so uh, close to me and um, these relationships are that develop through that, or if you get to know me or whatever, mm -hmm. um, I somehow, I think have been able to tap into um, these energies. And uh, as I'm reading more, I'm learning more of like, oh, okay, well that meant that makes sense. That's why I did that, you know, and that's why I continue to do that. And uh, was a bit blind uh, on a human level of, okay, I'm getting myself involved in these not so healthy relationships. Often I will see people's, um, like inner child mm -hmm. or uh, like the hurt parts. And as I was reading this, I was like, okay, I'm opening myself up um, through that chakra, the second chakra, and then um, sacral. Um, and then I maybe perhaps invited some of that because there is a part of me who wants to help and a part of me who wants to be part of you know, guiding through healing process, because otherwise, yeah. you know, probably wouldn't be doing this. Um, so I probably more than likely, I allowed some of that energy to step into my aura space, because I see the hurtness, you know, I see uh, also their past, so I can see that, that child, but what I sometimes um, had become blind to mm. is that the adult human self is like stabbing me in the face you know not <laughs> not literally yeah but, you know they're yeah they're inflicting like other kind of sure uh, wow toxicities on me so I think you know be mindful of that now I went to it was random I have a friend that's in town for for a while and uh she was like hey let's go celebrate my friend's birth my friend's partner my friend's husband's birthday and I was like okay and I've met her friend before okay. um her and I uh have known like kind of known each other off and on for a while um her my friend's friend and then her husband is the one that had the birthday okay. and this time it was I was still able to see 
uh, that child. Mm -hmm. But what I, I don't know if it, I think it was a combination of um, him and then where I'm at now, okay. energetically um, and spiritually, I was able to see like the curious, fun, uh, inquisitive, explorative child as well. So there was a balance and I was, and um, the positive version definitely was more highlighted. Um, you know, we all have a childhood. We've all had uh, experiences with it. Maybe we're not the best, but um, with this individual, I was able to see like this gleaming, uh, you know how people describe that like childlike curiosity and yeah, like um, glee for life. Like yeah, that, yeah, I was able that. to just see, and it was just so refreshing. And uh, we ended up having such a great time um, for a while. And yeah. I literally thought I was just gonna like pop in for a minute, say hi, and then, you know, head home. So I'm really glad that um, I was able to share in that experience. So oh, it was really cool. Well, yeah. and, and I so, think yeah, that just kind of, you know, be careful with uh, who you let in and who you don't. Yeah. And, you know, I think just that mindfulness and, and being being clear and kind of um, having that discernment, right, of the, what, the, yes. what the different intentions are, or what you're seeing. Like, I liked, I liked how you pointed out, like, that, you know, you're, you know, and, you know, when you're younger, you kind of get caught up in wanting to help, and you see that inner child, and you see that vulnerability, and so on, and the, the good qualities of that person. And then at the same time, you know, here's this person literally, like, not literally, but like, yeah. <laughs> but like stab, like how you said, stabbing you in the face. And it's like, you know, it's, it's so easy when, you know, when you can kind of, when you get in tune with, with certain individuals and you see things that, that they don't see or other people don't perceive to not be grounded in the reality of like who they are right in this moment. Yes. Right. And so that's yeah. where we have to sort those things out. And I, that is a lot of that that second chakra work, I think, is yeah. the discernment work. So uh, I still so, want to help. I still yeah. want to be part of the process of healing. Yeah. Um, but it's not my responsibility. Yeah, exactly. And that's, I mean, that's where spirit comes into play. I mean, we can only do so much in this particular lifetime, in this particular body that we're in. They've got their own karma and their own things to work out. And, you know, and sometimes we're like really intimately interwoven with that person's lives. And sometimes we're going to only be there for a short time. But yeah. uh, in the end, ultimately, spirit is working all this stuff out and the universe is out in charge, not us. So, you know, that's yeah. that's where we got to know our our limitations and not get caught up in thinking like, oh, the world's on my shoulders and I've got to save this person. It's like, you're not going to sure. save it. I'm going to save it. I mean, even the two <laughs> stories that I mentioned today uh, that that I re-mentioned yeah. <laughs> earlier about, you know, having uh, an energy, um, a positive and a negative energetic exchange. Those were really impactful times for me or moments for me because I still clearly remember them and I remember them vividly. I mean, my memory is pretty insane as it is, but they had such an impact um, and kind of like causation for how my uh, spiritual journey went in the direction how much you know if it stopped one of them clearly like clearly was like pretty much the end and the yeah. other one was like a reopening and those people were not in my life for a big amount of time so you know the one person who uh who like reinvigorated me more than likely 
definitely not, <laughs> was thinking, oh, I'm responsible for this person's like uh, spiritual trajectory. Let me do everything in my power to carry him over to the other side, right? Yeah. I don't think that that's what they thought, but they had yeah. that impact. So yeah. I think it goes to what you said, you know, some yeah. you don't have to place all this pressure on yourself or pressure on yeah. yourself to to save the world. What did other people say? Don't be a captain, save us something. <laughs> I don't know that one. What is it? <laughs> don't be a captain, save us something. That's... Well, it's captain, save a hoe, but I just didn't want to say it. Oh, wow. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So we're and we're out. <laughs> and on that playful note, we're out of here. Yeah, we would have definitely got kicked out of Instagram, maybe for that. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Think I can't so. believe, like, like do they not have better things to do? Yeah, apparently not. So, uh, the the AI took took it upon itself to, and and not only that, you know what's weird about that? It's like I feel like, and I'm sure other people have experienced it. Like once, once. Instagram's AI gets a whiff of the fact that it wants to shut something down. It's almost like it's like, then it's like hovering around your, yeah, your, your posts, device. right? Yeah. It's very weird. I just, I don't get it. And it's like, it's somehow the, the, the AI gets in its, in its mind that, you know, you're doing something that it doesn't like, even though it, you're not violating any guidelines whatsoever. And right. other people are doing exactly the same thing. All of a sudden, you know, your post gets taken down for no reason. And you're like, well, what the hell? But, <laughs> but here's the thing. I mean, they can't, they can't say anything. They can't say anything about it because it's, it's, I mean, it's a violation of your first amendment, right? So if they, if they start saying, well, we took it down because of this, like, then you're admitting that you're at fault and you're violating people's rights. So they just leave it ambiguous. Like you may be violating one of our, you know what I mean? It's great. Yeah. So anyway, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole because <laughs> we're light here. Yes. <laughs> um, but anyway, check out um, Angel's new site on Etsy, his new uh, store on there that's going to be up, uh, Angel on the eighth day. Uh, of course, you can find us at uh, Cosmic Eye, uh, excuse me, at uh, anchor.fm slash Cosmic Eye or at cosmiceye.org we've got our podcast uh our, our podcast uh, page on there and we are offering as as i'm going to recommend go to angel's site we are also offering stuff right now uh for christmas so you'll have stuff up and out by christmas right you should oh yeah. yeah i'm hoping like within the next couple of days yeah, yeah. definitely something even just if it's for looks tomorrow <laughs> okay cool cool i'm i'm going to look at i'm going to look at that as well so uh, so do check out both of our our, our sites, um, and uh, you know we've we've we love to hear from you. So at Angel on the Eighth Day on Instagram, you can you can hook up with Angel or at Cosmic Eye Tarot if you want to reach me. Uh, so have a great week. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate you guys being here. And if you'd like uh, to make a donation, we're at anchor.fm slash Cosmic Eye, as I mentioned earlier. Thanks again, Angel. Uh, Thank so you. Really enjoyed uh, the exercise that we did today. Let's do more of that. Yeah. If I right? also, if people, if people uh, try it, it would be cool to know what, what, uh, what if anything they came of it. Yeah. So I mean, you can even go back to that part and listen to it a couple times, and then you know just go because what was kind of uh, neat was I was starting to go deep into it, and then of course you know for matters of time, you know we have to stop. But if you really yeah you know, even if you do a short exercise like that, and then you kind of watch and see where it goes, it's like your mind will take you, your soul will take you where it needs to, it needs to go. So 
All right. Thanks. Then we will be back next week. Blessings and light, yes. to everyone. Bye.